Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is a terrific day for uh, golfers, golf fans and golf administrators because the New Zealand Open is about uh, three hours uh, into its first day and that of course after a couple of years hiatus because of COVID uh, that just hasn't been able to get off the ground. But uh, the day has arrived and uh, one of those uh, gentlemen who's been uh, hanging out for it because he's been so instrumental in organising it over the years is uh, one Michael Glading, a regular on the show. Michael, good morning to you. Um, it must be thrilling to look out the window uh, or wander the fairways and see golf in action. It's quite amazing, Smithy. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we worked it out. 1,096 days since the last uh, cut sunk the first tee shot so uh, it's quite a long uh, gap between trips but it's uh, fabulous a beautiful day down here and so far everything's going uh, everything's running on schedule so that's from my point of view that's pretty important well it's uh, some good signs um, all round um, I just wonder if uh, if you've had any word if you look at the two courses do you think uh, of the Coronet Remarkables any word back from uh, the pros etc which do you think that the uh, one to favour scoring on I think uh, scoring-wise, particularly today, which is a benign, sunny, beautiful day, uh, I think you're going to find the remarkable scores will probably bring in the lower scores. Um, it'll be very interesting to see that. Of course, this is the very first time we've used both courses here for this tournament. So, But I, 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 my, my gut feel is that the remarkables is one that the, uh, it's a sl- slightly shorter course. I think the pros will sort of overpower it to some degree in such benign conditions. The other course is more, a bit more exposed. So again, uh, but we've got a beautiful day today, so that, that's not going to bother too many people. But um, tomorrow the forecast is a little bit different. So I think those that have got the, uh, perhaps those that have got the Coronet course today have probably uh, got a slightly better part of the draw, funnily enough. Well, Michael, uh, often commentators uh, and uh people who um, who know the game very well will look at a tournament and say there is a number which will probably, you'll have to shoot to be in contention or perhaps to win this tournament. Uh, we're looking uh, with this early scoring, I'm looking at, and we'll get onto that shortly, uh, we're looking at a number in the red. In the red. Uh, wh- what are you thinking? It's so hard, isn't it? So it's a bit like uh, trying to win a lot of that one, I reckon. Uh, I mean, I, I think you know, you'd have to say, I don't think we're going to get up to that sort of, you know, high 20s number that we got to one year when it was dry and fast and, and benign. Uh, again, it's so much weather dependent. Uh, I mean, uh, if, if, if you get wind, it just it just changes things. Uh, it's it's a bit variable. By and large, forecast is okay. Um, yeah, if, if I had to say anything, I'd say it, it'll be high teens would be my gut feeling. Okay, high teens. We'll uh, keep an eye on that. Right, yeah, well, now, let's we'll uh, look at yeah, we'll stick with that. Uh, Michael Glading said it here. Uh, right, okay. Let's look at um, let's look at uh, the early action um, and early tea times for uh, one or two of your uh, prominent New Zealand golfers who are prominent. I see on the leaderboard from the outset. What a good sign that is. Oh, fabulous. We've got uh, Steve Elker and Dan Hillier playing together, and Dan uh, at the moment is sharing the lead at four under, and Steve Elker at three under. So yeah, it couldn't be better so far. Nice start. 
It is a nice start. Um, and uh, if I look down the, the scoreboard, it is a nice mix there. Uh, Jane McKenzie from Australia got off a, to a hot start with an eagle and a birdie. So um, they're playing this course uh, confidently. At the, a lot of players uh, in, um, in red numbers already. Yeah, as I say, we've got, very, we've got just beautiful conditions this morning. It couldn't be better. There's not a cloud in the sky. There's hardly any wind. Uh, and the course is in magnificent condition. So it's certainly a scoring day, no question. Uh, and I think that'll be true so, with you off morning or afternoon. So logistically, uh, just explain to us uh, how that works. Again, I know uh, people wanting to go because, of course, free entry, which is absolutely a, a wonderful concept and a wonderful gesture. Uh, but um, they play a course one day, another one tomorrow. Is that how it works? Yeah, exactly. So this is the first time uh, say that we've run both courses here at the one venue. So uh, as you say, from a spectator point of view, you can actually be, you know, you can follow whoever you want. You don't have to pick your day. Um, but yeah, they, we play the two courses here. And then come Saturday, we drop down to one course effectively. And that one course is largely the Coronet course, other than we take one hole out and we bring back in uh, what is the 18th hole on the Remarkables course. So we play, it is a composite course, but it's actually 17 holes of Coronet and one hole on, uh, on Remarkables. But uh, which allows us to finish on the dramatic par three, which we just love as a finishing hole. Absolutely, what a spectacle that has! Of course, with uh, the prize, you better reiterate the prize that uh, Millbrook have put up uh, on that particular hole. Yeah, we've got that's uh, pretty pretty unique actually. So the, the, this year celebrates. In fact, it's actually I think it's on Monday. It's officially the thirtieth year that this uh, wonderful resort's been in place. So uh, uh, to celebrate their thirtieth anniversary, they're giving away. If somebody does get a hole in one, they get thirty years. Uh, thirty for thirty years, they get a week's holiday. At Rather nice. I, I just hope I live that long. <laughs> Wouldn't that be, I'd be tied take 10, uh, to be perfectly honest, Michael. Hey, what about the, the amateur side of things? Uh, they've, all, they've all turned up. They're all a good nook. And have you heard any reports of anything startling from any of our star amateurs? Uh, no, I haven't actually, but uh, they've all turned up. And uh, look, at the end of the day, Whilst it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, the pros, of course, are playing for a purse of 1.7 million, so it's a very serious event. But it's also a fun event, and and uh, you know, the amateurs, a lot of them have asked me, you know, what do I do? What do I do? And I said, you know what, your main thing is you just got to go out and enjoy it. And uh, uh, hopefully, that's exactly what most of them will do. They, they, a lot of them get very, very nervous. I can tell you, it's great to watch. <laughs> Well, I can tell you as we've been speaking, and you probably know this anyway, but Stephen Elk has uh, birdied the 11th, so uh, we've now got your two marquee Kiwi players uh, atop the leaderboard. I mean, could you have scripted that better? No, working on that one, Fitz, but that was definitely in the scope, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Right, um, just on the, the... the downside of it, and I don't want to cast any downside of things on golf, really, particularly as you're celebrating this uh, wonderful week of golf in New Zealand. But uh, you'll have an. You, I like your opinions on uh, on things around the game. Um, uh, Danny Lee's gone. Uh, he's gone to live golf. Um, I'm kind of thinking to myself, this is just me. Um, I might be completely wrong, but I, I'm also saying good riddance. I'm a, I'm in that frame of mind. You know, I, I, I don't blame any golfer for going, you know, where, where there's a lot of money. And the reality is that Danny, I guess, has been relatively struggling on PGA Tour compared in, in recent years compared with his, uh, you know, what, five or six years ago when he was, uh, well, he won a tournament and, and looking very strong on PGA Tour. He's not looking anything like as strong. And I guess, you know, you cannot blame him or knock him for somebody coming along and offering him who knows how many, you know, $30, 40000000 million to, to sign on the dotted line and go and play what I kind of perceive to be relatively 
relatively exhibition golf with certainly no, relatively little pressure. So, you know, on, on an individual basis, I don't think you can look at any any of those guys that have signed and say more for them. I guess, for my mind, the one that was most surprising was Cameron Smith, you know, who just won the British mm. Open. And, and, uh, and, you know, that's the one you'd kind of say, really? But, you know, again, at the end of the day, uh, obviously the, the size of the checkbook was rather large. So you, you can't blame a professional sportsman doing that. I don't, you know, but I, to my mind, it just kind of, I don't know, you, you do feel as a, as a, maybe I'm too old, Smithy, but, you know, you just feel as, a, as an old-fashioned sports fan that taking them out of, the, out of uh, what I perceive to be the com- really most competitive part of the game is, I think it's a bit sad. But on an individual basis, I don't blame anybody, really. Okay, um, well, that's... Um it's nice to hear, but I'm with you, and I think the key word you mentioned there is pressure. That's pressureless golf. There's absolutely pressureless golf, uh, and that is one of the great things about testing yourself in any sport is being able to handle the pressure of, uh, the, you know, the last nine holes of a major or, or a big tournament. And when you haven't got that factor, and you're basically guaranteed um, anyway, I can't see that. But one who isn't guaranteed is teeing it up for us on our behalf, Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend. The reason why he can't be with you down in Queenstown Ryan Fox, what a uh, what a month of golf he's got in front of him. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, he's um, uh, he actually sent a really nice note through. Uh, you know, wishing us all the best. So his heart's still here at the Open, but um, it's it just you know we we all wish him the very best. I mean, I think that Foxy is uh, he's good enough to win on the PGA Tour, and uh, I, amongst many others, have told him that. And and he actually said, you know what, I, I'm now starting to believe it. So uh, that's that's fantastic. I think he, is. I, I, you know, let's hope this is a breakthrough month for him. Um, but if not this month, there will be that time. I think he's good enough to make it there. He's just so long. He's so good. He's got such a great attitude. Um, you know, I just, we just we just love the guy. And so I think he's so great for the game in New Zealand, wherever he plays. Mm, I, think, oh, I do too. Oh, I think he's a great ambassador. Yeah. So um, uh, what a great time for golf. Uh, Michael, let you get back to uh, the duties of the day. And um, uh, we thank you very much for your, your time this morning and just setting the scene for us. And... Uh, Stephen Elker, um, Dan Hillier, right up the top of the leaderboard, which is uh, a wonderful start for all concerned. Thank you for your time, Michael. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Total pleasure. Thanks very much, Smithy. Cheers, uh, Michael Glading there, uh, live from uh, Queenstown, of course, at the Millbrook Resort, where on the Coronet and Remarkables courses, the New Zealand Open is uh, underway and we will continue to give uh, scores throughout the day. I'm sure Staffy will this afternoon as well. Key players, key New Zealanders in action. It's 11.13 here on SENZ.